Tuesday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Got 300 and something people on the platform right now. Just want to remind everybody, switch over to Rumble. Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. Parallel economy, they don't ban. It's a free speech platform. All liberals can go on there. All conservatives go on there. Anti-vaxxers and pro-vaxxers and everybody else can go on Rumble and you will not be banned unless you put out porn or terrorist threats. There you go. So go switch. Make sure you're switching over Rumble because my reach has been limited in every on every other platform that there is. Facebook hasn't allowed me to, to send out friend requests for going on three years. Been banned off YouTube uh, numerous times the church has been banned off YouTube for life. We put on another channel, but whatever. Just switch over. Anybody can do it. Just go to the App Store, type in Rumble. It is easy. And we can just switch there right now from Facebook to Rumble. Let's stop giving our money. Let's stop giving our information to liberal, God-hating, conservative-hating platforms. All right, now, I know that uh, President Trump is doing uh, in a, a statement right now, is doing a press conference or whatever you want to call it right now. So uh, there might be a lot of people that, are, that aren't watching or whatever, but we've got a lot, a lot of people that are on right now. Very thankful for that. We'll break it down into more detail than he'll be able to do in a press conference anyway. But let's go. I'm going to start with this now. Remember all this Trump indictment stuff. Trump had to appear in Miami today. And if, you, if you're wondering why it is that I don't show, like, Trump arriving and all the crowds and all, because it's just, you know what? It's mainstream uh, media nonsense. They're all down there, camped out. You should have seen it. It was literally like we had an, uh, the President of the United States coming out to announce that we were entering into a nuclear war or something super positive, whatever it is, this huge, you know, some sort of huge uh, announcement to the media. When what this is, of course, is just trumped up, nonsensical, illiterate charges on an illiterate probable cause affidavit put out by Jack Smith. And just so everybody knows who Jack Smith is, once again, his wife works with Michelle Obama. He he himself worked for uh, Lois Lerner in the IRS scandals against the Tea Party. And Jack Jack Smith, prior to this, worked at The Hague, which is basically he was an international prosecutor. So he was prosecuting global crimes, of course, so he was a globalist. He is and was, currently is, a globalist. That's who, a left-wing, I mean ardently left-wing. No no semblance of being a centrist. Doesn't allude to being a centrist. He is an ardent left-winger. His wife works for Michelle Obama. He's a globalist prosecutor working at The Hague. Is a leftist Democrat. Work, I mean, worked for Lois Lerner to prosecute and audit Tea Party members, which was exposed, which basically almost got Lois Lerner fired. She should have been, and then criminally prosecuted. And he should be under criminal indictment himself right now. So that's who Jack Smith is. But let's go back to the roots of this real quick, because just so everybody understands, all these charges now are are from the documents. I believe it's 37 felonious counts of various things under uh, public, you know, under uh, National Archives violations all the way to the Espionage Act. All of them, all of which are felonies, trying to put Trump in prison for the next 100 years. And that's the game that they're playing. You know, we, we are on the outskirts, you and I. At least most of us that are watching, unless there's some 1 6 protesters that, have had the F, that are watching right now that have had the FBI raid their houses. So if that's you, you're on the front lines. But most of us, including me, are not on the front lines. If you have, you know, I'm very, very proud of, of, the, of the audience for the TLP. 
but we'll have between, we have 400, 414 people on right now. We'll have usually between 400 and 600 people watching. Once you get up into where you are causing a problem, you better be watching your six. Because these people, it's not about, you know, making statements and being on, being a left winger or a right winger the way that it used to be. For those of you that can remember, I'm 54. Back in the 80s when you had Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan having drinks together behind the scenes and were ardent political opponents. But they were political opponents in terms of things like legalizing marijuana, increases in taxes. Tip O'Neill, being a classic liberal, would never weaponize the DOJ against you. He didn't like conservatives, and, and, and vice versa. Ronald Reagan wouldn't weaponize the DOJ against you, wouldn't put you in prison for charges that are made up out of, th- out of thin air. And just everybody make sure that you understand the gravity of this. They want to put people in prison. Mike, Mike Flynn would have been in prison if it wasn't for Sidney Powell. Yes, Donald Trump pardoned him after Sidney Powell got him off. Roger Stone would be in prison right now, I believe in year five of a nine and a half year sentence for doing absolutely nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. They want to put people in prison. They bankrupted through lawfare, Alex Jones. They arrested and convicted uh, Steve Bannon of obstruction of Congress for not abiding by a subpoena that the 1-6 committee didn't have a right to execute. Didn't have a right to issue the subpoena. Peter Navarro has been arrested and put in shackles by the FBI. For what? Refusing to, re- refusing to submit to a subpoena that the 1-6 committee did not have the lawful right to issue. These people will put you in prison. This is a big deal. This is now across what everybody is calling the Rubicon. This is crossed the Rubicon. You're wondering why, and I listen, I thought this too at times. Why wasn't Comey prosecuted, McKay prosecuted? Why wasn't John Brennan prosecuted, James Clapper and Hillary Clinton prosecuted, Lois Lerner prosecuted, Jack Smith, the current prosecutor, should have been prosecuted himself for his false allegations against Tea Party members? Why weren't, and a myriad of others that we could name. Why, of course, we have Biden, we have Hunter Biden, we have Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. Why weren't they prosecuted? Because Trump wasn't willing to cross the Rubicon. Even Bill Barr, who I cannot stand, was not willing to, to, to cross the Rubicon. There was a red line that he wasn't really willing to cross. I'm not saying that it shouldn't have been crossed. There comes a time where you have to prosecute people. No problem. But now, that Rubicon, that red line has been crossed. Bill Barr knew in 2017 that there were tape-recorded statements, tape-recorded uh, phone conversations between Hunter Biden and a Ukrainian official, which we'll go over in a minute, talking about bribery. And the same, same Ukrainian official who worked for Poroshenko at the time, at that time, the prime minister, there was conversations, there's 17 phone calls that were recorded. They were recorded by this Ukrainian official so that he, could, he would have them just in case they came after him with prosecution. In case he ended up under Jack Smith at the Hague under criminal prosecution. Because that's where Jack Smith was. They, they, they strategically placed these people so they have power over them. All the while in Ukraine, you got Meta Biota running wild, Burisma running wild, all of which the Biden families heavily invested in. Yes, we have the fracking company, which is Burisma. They're fracking. 
while Joe Biden is banning fracking in the United States, his son is receiving a million dollars a year, $80,000 a month from a fracking company in Ukraine, a natural gas, natural fossil fuel company that he has no expertise in. All the while also owning Metabiota, which was a bio lab, bioweapons lab, that was also funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You don't think all this comes together? Yes, it's all globalist. I mean, it's all biblical. Everyone needs to understand this is, nobody needs to be shocked. Nobody needs to be overtly offended. It's just the Bible unfolding right before your very eyes to leverage you into that one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them. How much the pawns actually know it depends on how far you are, are up the food chain, how far you are, are up the chain of command. Klaus Schwab knows. John Kerry knows. He knows. Biden doesn't know. He's just a pawn. He's like, just give Joe $5 million. He'll shut up for five years. So it all depends. We, we don't need to figure out who knows what. We just need to find out who's an agent of who. Are you an agent of right? This is all good or evil. This, this is about good versus evil now. Are you an agent of righteousness or are you agent of the Antichrist? It's as simple as that. So let's break into this. So this whole indictment against Donald Trump on these fraudulent charges in regards to the classified documents in his hand that he had at Mar-a-Lago started with this. So let's go back to, to Mar-a-Lago. This is a House Judiciary tweet that Jim Jordan put out about, what's today today? 12th, 13th? So about four days ago, this was put out, and I just wanted to show you the tweet so you knew, and then I'm going to read it to you. House Judiciary GOP breaking Jim Jordan reveals new information on Trump raid and events surrounding the indictment. So here's how it works. What you're seeing on the bottom is an interview with Mike D'Antonio. Now you're like, who is, that name sounds familiar. Yes, he was, the, he was in charge of the field office in Detroit which did the Whitmer kidnapping plot, the Whitmer kidnapping hoax, where you had 14 of the 18 suspects in the Gretchen Whitmer kidnap kidnapping hoax were FBI informants or FBI agents. Remember that. Mike D'Antonio ran that. Then they switched Mike D'Antonio to the Washington field office where he ran the 1-6 insurrection investigation. But something happened with Mikey because they forced him to retire. Could this be what caused Mike to have to retire? Because he definitely was a company man. He was definitely following orders. You know what? We need to make it look at what, while we sequester and hide the Hunter Biden laptop story in October of 2020, we need some sort of counteracting story that we can put out. So while we're hiding the, the Hunter Biden laptop uh, story, calling it Russian, Russian disinformation, while you, that, and that was a CIA op where you had all the former intel chiefs signing on, this was Russian disinformation. And then that was put out, of course, into the media. So they had that. But, so they also wanted to put out, so that they kept Joe Biden safe. But while they're keeping Joe Biden safe, the intelligence community... Remember how Chuck Schumer said they have a thousand ways from Sunday to get you. The intelligence community also wanted to not only keep Joe Biden safe, but they also wanted to attack Donald Trump. So they, they made up the Gretchen Whitmer case, the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case, where they basically solicited kidnappers from social media. None of these guys ever said that they wanted to ki uh, kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. A lot of them have already been exonerated. A few of them have been found 
guilty in Detroit, heavily blue courts, blue judges, blue district attorneys, blue juries, blue appellate courts. So you have no chance at all. If, you, if it's any sort of uh, political trial, you have no, you have absolutely no chance at all, depending on what jurisdiction you're in. You have all these leftists always telling you, trust the courts, trust the courts, trust the courts. Would you trust the court? And you are a liberal if you're being tried right where I'm at in Sarasota County, which is all red, all red juries, all red prosecutors, all red judges, all red population. Would you trust us? Absolutely not. You know you wouldn't. So this D'Antonio has to make up this Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot. So not only can they, they can protect Joe Biden by calling the Hunter Biden laptop uh, story Russian disinformation, they can also actively attack Trump. Not only defend Biden, but attack Trump because that's their job as the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party. So D'Antonio was in charge of that. So he fished out online. None of these guys ever, not one of them ever said they wanted to uh, kidnap Gretchen Whitmer until they sent people to them and stirred up the conversation like, hey, you interested in, you ever be interested in uh, uh, kidnapping Gretchen Whitmer? Well, I can't stand that woman. Up, drop an affidavit on that guy. That's what they do. That's what they're doing to the 1-6 people, too. They did absolutely nothing wrong outside of minor misdemeanors. So back to D'Antonio. So D'Antonio was in charge of these various offices that he was definitely a Democratic Party toady, just like Christopher Wray and most of the FBI. Even those that claim that they're righteous inside the FBI, unless you're a whistleblower, you are on the wrong side of history and you are not righteous. As you are, you are actively participating in a corrupt organization by not saying anything. It's called the sin of obfuscation. To him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. So D'Antonio strangely was forced to retire out of nowhere. Is this the reason why? And a lot of don't, and I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, it's suddenly. Mike D'Antonio sprouted righteousness and virtue out of nowhere. What happens with a lot of this stuff is that leftists, they push it, they push their agenda, push the agenda, push the agenda. And if they go out too far, their own come after them. And at that point, they turn on them to try to, you know, save their career, save their money, save their reputation, save their, save their future on various uh, leftist boards at leftist corporations, whatever it may be. They try to save themselves. But here, here's what Jim Jordan was talking about. During an interview, now this is what we're talking about is the Mar-a-Lago raid. Because you're not, we're not dealing with an indictment in, in Miami today without the Mar-a-Lago raid. So here's Mike D'Antonio, far from righteousness, far from virtue, far from being, far from being somebody who's not corrupt. You can't be any more corrupt than the man who orchestrated the Gretchen Ki- Whitmer kidnapping hoax. During an interview, D'Antonio, this is from Jim Jordan. During an interview, D'Antonio highlighted several irregularities in the department's handling of the case. Assignment of the search warrant execution to the Washington field office instead of the Miami field office where the search warrant took place. D'Antonio questioned the decision. Here's number one. Number one is, these are the questions that he had. He had five. Number one, assignment of the search warrant execution to the Washington field office instead of the Miami field office. So why would he want, why would the FBI want the search warrant execution to come from the Washington field office instead of the Miami field office? Normally, 
The FBI has hundreds of thousands of employees in multiple jurisdictions throughout, in their jurisdiction is nationwide, obviously. Normally, if you have a crime in Tampa, you you call the FBI field office in Tampa. You have a crime in Jacksonville, you call the FBI field office in Jacksonville. You want an issue a warrant in Miami, you call the field office in Miami. They didn't do that, and that was question number one for him. Why is it, why is it being executed out of D.C.? When it, this is down in Miami, your Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, Mar-a-Lago. Why are we not doing this? Out, because, why are we not doing this out of the Miami field office? Because none of the collusion hoaxers, the PP hoaxers, worked in the Miami office. So you had to have all the guys who were willing to frame Trump before that would be willing to frame him again. None of them, none of them worked in the Miami field office, but they all worked in the D.C. office. Yeah, McCabe was fired. Page was fired. Strzok was fired. Comey was fired. But there's lots of underlings that worked for those guys that were not fired, that were still working in the D.C. field office, obviously not working in the Miami field office. So they had to have collusion hoaxers willing to lie under oath and perjure themselves again. Why would they want to do that again? Because they've got a cover cover for their own lies and perjury stemming back to the collusion hoax. This is all about covering for the Obama administration. You've got to cut. This is why James Comey says it has to be Biden that gets elected. If Biden doesn't get elected, James Comey is going to federal prison for felonious perjury to the FISA court. He knows it. McCabe, too. And all the other agents that lied to the FISA court and numerous other times they perjured themselves. They know that when you lie on a charging instrument, what's called a probable cause affidavit. You are guilty of misdemeanor, at minimum, perjury. So Antonio questioned the decision, stating that the FBI's headquarters is not supposed to work the investigations. When did that happen before? Peter Strzok drew up the, uh, the investigative form for Crossfire Hurricane. That never happens. It was done out, it was actually done in D.C., That never happens. It gets fielded out to a field office. But the leaders themselves are the ones that are drawing up the documents, whether it's an investigation justification or probable cause affidavits, they themselves are doing this. When, When does a chief of police actually go arrest anybody? A sheriff go arrest anybody? Never. But in these cases dealing with Trump, they themselves are doing it. Because when you're Jim Comey, And you're sitting in the White House on July 16th of 2016, and you are told by the head of the CIA, John Brennan, that Hillary Clinton has trumped up, for lack of a better term, pun intended, has trumped up charges against Donald Trump, made up charges against Donald Trump. Via, of course, we know how it works, the DNC, in cooperation with Hillary Clinton, hired Perkins Cooley, which hired Fusion GPS, which hired Christopher Steele, which hired Igor Danchenko, that's the Steele dossier. All to falsely accuse Donald Trump of colluding with the Russians to win an election. To cover up for her many, there are 33,000 felonious deletions of subpoenaed emails and numerous, and, and the destruction 
of subpoena devices. People forget about that too. All of which, every last one of those acts of obstruction is a felony. Never been charged, never been raided. Because the FBI is nothing more, and I mean it, nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party. That's all they do, period. So, no, of course, none of those people were charged. But these, these people in headquarters are actually, they themselves are coming up with these investigations. That never occurs. Normally, as these investigations occur, when somebody commits a crime in some jurisdiction somewhere, and then a field agent draws up a form and opens up an investigation. That's not happening now. Strzok's doing it. Comey's doing it. McCabe's doing it. He expressed his confusion as to why the Miami field office, which would typically handle the case, handle cases in that region, was not taking the lead in this matter because this was politically motivated. That's why. The Number two, here's his number two concern. The absence of a U.S. attorney's office assigned to the matter. No U.S. attorney was assigned to the Mar-a-Lago raid. None. That never happens. D'Antonio found it unusual for a case of this magnitude to not have a U.S. attorney assigned to it, he raised his concern with department officials but did not receive a satisfactory answer. Instead, he was informed that the National Security Division would be handling the matter with Jay Bratt, who leads the department's counterintelligence division, serving as the lead prosecutor. So he's saying in every one of these high-profile cases, there's a U.S. attorney assigned. That's jurisdictional, so it'll be down in Miami. They just skipped it. You can just bring it back to me, Heather. You don't have to leave that up the whole time. There you go. So they just skipped the U.S. attorney part. Here's his number, here's number, his number three concern. The FBI's failure to seek consent before executing the search. D'Antonio believed that the FBI should have attempted to obtain consent from President Trump before resorting to a search warrant, which Donald Trump had told them verbally, and it's been documented by the FBI. That Donald Trump said, anytime you guys want to come down, search Mar-a-Lago, come on down and do a full and extensive search of the entire grounds of Mar-a-Lago. But they didn't. He said, go ahead and do it. Donald Trump said, search it whenever you want. But they, they didn't even go that route. They never even asked him. He emphasized that seeking consent would have been the best approach for all parties involved, including the FBI, President Trump, and the country as a well. whole. Here's his other one. Here's his other concern. Exclusion of President Trump's attorney from the search. D'Antonio disagreed with the FBI's decision to exclude President Trump's attorney, believing that they should have worked with the attorney to seek consent before obtaining a search warrant. He expressed his belief that there was a good likelihood of obtaining consent if proper communication had taken place. There you go. So those are his five concerns. None of I mean, they would have just they just would have said to Donald Trump, "Hey, we're coming. We're going to search your place. Is that all right with you?" He would have said, sure. They'd already been there. Everybody remembers the story. You're like, Tom, you're beating a dead horse. No, we have to go back to the beginning. Then we're going to get into where we are today. Remember, they were there two weeks before and said, hey, everything seems fine to us, FBI, saying this. But if you could, we need you to lock up the closet where all the uh, classified information is at. Donald Trump put a padlock on it. And the FBI came and checked. Remember, this was a secure skiff. This was guarded by the Secret Service. Not Joe Biden's garage next to his Corvette. Not the Penn Biden Center bought and paid for by the CCP. Not the stuff in his office in Chinatown. It's all China, China, China. In D.C. that his attorneys had moved from the Penn Biden Center to Chinatown. 
None of those were ever never stored in a secure skiff. You know why they weren't stored in a secure skiff? It's hard to say secured skiff fast. Because Joe Biden never has the lawful right to be in possession of classified documents until he became president. Of course, all of these were in his possession you know, long before he was president, when he was vice president, and the ones that he stole out of secure skiffs when he was a senator. That's a fact, by the way. That's what he did. Because there's no other way for him to have some of the information that he has unless he willfully stole it from a secure skiff. So, and, so Joe Biden could never be in legal possession. And, and he's not been raided. Why has he not been charged? There's nothing to think about. And by the way, same thing with Mike Pence. Why have they not been charged? There's nothing to think about when it comes to Mike Pence. There's nothing to think about when it comes to Joe Biden. They can't be innocent. They could never have declassified it. So they are in, it doesn't matter about their cooperation. They're all, all the left is always putting down. Well, they, you know, they, they asked Donald Trump for cooperation and he refused. How did he refuse? They never asked him for cooperation. They never asked him if they could search anything. They say that they asked for the documents back. Well, they've been asking Barack Hussein Obama for 144,000 documents that he's had in his possession, many of which are classified since 2016. It's 2023, seven years later. He hasn't given back one. He promised that he would give back a certain tranche every year and never, has never given back one. He's not rated. Strange, isn't it? And Biden and Pence are both guilty. There's no way around it. It doesn't matter that they turned over the documents. They had them in their possession for years. They're guilty. But yet they're not been charged. No, those cases are, are closed. They're done. As far, I'm, I'm, what I mean by that is obviously there's a special prosecutor looking into the Biden case, looking into the Biden case. Right. That, that special prosecutor who was assigned, assigned that, who was appointed by Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be a, a real honest investigation. But the, listen, th- those cases are closed as far as did somebody commit a crime? Yes. Why are they not being, why, why, why is there no trial? Why is there no charging affidavits? There's nothing to think about. It's impossible for them to be innocent. It's as if you have a videotape of somebody stabbing someone to death. It doesn't matter whether they're cooperative or not. They come, well, you know, as soon as we got there, he handed over the knife. Yeah, he handed us the knife right over the dead body. Here's the knife. He cooperated, so you let him off then for killing the person? The crime was committed. You can deal with it maybe at sentencing by giving him a couple years less than what he normally get. But as far as guilt or innocent, innocence, Pence and Biden are guilty. It's as simple as that. All right, so let's go into the recent. Now, here's the story that broke. I know most of you have seen this video already, but we're going to break it down into graphic detail. Alex video breaking. Senator Chuck Grassley says the FD-1023 form... The one that, by the way, let's remember, Christopher Ray said didn't exist under oath. So Christopher Ray, it's on video, needs to be charged with felonious perjury. Simple as that. He said under oath that the FD 1023, alleging from a very reliable informant that Joe Biden had received a $5 million bribe from a Ukrainian official, did not exist. That's a crime. He needs to be criminally charged. Now, of course, nobody's going to be criminally charged while you have the most corrupt AG in history holding that office. We know that. But all of this, the statute of limitations will not run out for many decades. And these people, or many years, depending on the crime, these people need to be criminally charged, whether it's seven years from now 
or seven months from now, a year from now, whatever it is, they need to be criminally charged, period. And some of these people can be criminally charged by really good attorneys, state attorney generals. Because if, it, if there's any way for you to construe in any way that your state was a victim of the Biden administration, you can sue them and potentially criminally prosecute them. And that's what needs to happen. That's what they're doing to us. The AG in Missouri, Bailey, is doing that right now to the Biden administration for its collusion with social media platforms to take down election, uh, what they call election misinformation, COVID misinformation, which was all information, not misinformation, which was actually truth that they called lies. So here's Grassley. Chuck Grassley says the FD 1023 form claims that the foreign national who bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has 17 audio recordings of his conversations with them that he has kept as an insurance policy against them. Play for me, other. Let me assist for the purposes of more transparency on this subject. The 1023 produced to the House Committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. The 1023 also indicates that then Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in Burujma employing Hunter Biden. Based on the facts known to the Congress and the public, it's clear that the Justice Department, the FBI, haven't nearly had the same laser focus on the Biden family. Special Counsel Jack Smith has used a recording against former President Trump. Well, what is U.S. Attorney Weiss doing with respect to these alleged Joe and Hunter Biden recordings that are apparently relevant to the high-stakes bribery scheme? All right, so there you go. Now that just sets the that that just uh, you know sets the facts in place. The and the FBI has had this knowledge since 2017. Prior to think about this, they had knowledge that Joe Biden has been bribed from the Ukraine from a very reliable source, source that they've paid hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to over a decade. So this is a very reliable source. They do not give hundreds of thousands of dollars to sources that produce lies. They give hundreds of thousands of dollars to sources that produce the truth. So they knew that long before. Now remember, Donald Trump was impeached for asking Zelensky about this very corruption. Bill Barr, who was in charge of the FBI at that time, Andrew McCabe, who was in charge of the FBI at various times, and then Chris Ray, who was in charge of the FBI, knew they had these tapes while Donald Trump was being impeached for looking into corruption in Ukraine. 
Imagine the level of swampery, and yes, I just made up that word. Imagine the level of swampery that you have to actually exist in. So sit there and watch a man being impeached because he asked a question about Joe Biden's dealings in Ukraine while you are holding the evidence of Joe Biden's dealings and corruption in Ukraine. Amazing. Here's some more standard setting that we're going to do. Carly Bond video. Here's John Solomon, one of the only true, truly good, honest reporters out there. They knew, title, uh, they knew in 2017. John Solomon, play for me. James Comer last night revealed that the confidential informant's allegations of the Biden bribery scheme actually uh, first were surfaced in 2017 to the FBI, way before Rudy Giuliani, way before Ukraine. This destroys one of the Democratic talking points the last couple of days. More importantly, it involves Ukraine, the same country that uh, Hunter Biden was making millions uh, from that corrupt oil and gas company called Burisma Holdings. So we now know that before uh, Trump's impeachment, before the 2020 election, before the Hunter Biden laptop was falsely called disinformation. The FBI already had source information from a credible source, a source who was paid $200,000. They don't pay sources that unless they're very good. Um, that uh, Joe Biden was involved in a bribery scheme. And here we are six years later, doesn't look like they thoroughly investigated it. One of the key things here is you'll hear all the leftists out there saying, oh, this all came from Rudy Giuliani. It was long before Rudy Giuliani didn't even get involved in this until the impeachment in 2019. They've had these tapes since 2017, and it's nothing to do with Rudy Giuliani at all. So it's just another leftist lie. Tommy, you just tell me they just lie with impunity? Yes, they just lie. There's There's no other way to frame it. They just lie. They are politically motivated liars. For, why would they do that? For, for a couple reasons. One of them is they believe that if they lie enough, their agenda will be implemented. And as I always say, if your agenda needs you to lie to get it implemented, how good could the agenda be? Or it's for their own personal profit, their own personal uh, self-aggrandizement, or their own personal fame. That's it. They will just lie with impunity. These people are bought and paid for. You tell me like all these people are being bribed or they're listen, not, not necessarily being bribed with bribes outside of their of their salary, but these are high paying jobs that they don't want to lose. That when they do leave government, they're gonna go onto the board of Burisma, they're gonna go on the board of Raytheon, they're gonna go on the board of Honeywell and make umpteen millions. So yes, it is actually bribery schemes. They knew, the FBI has known, has, they've had this for two years longer than they had the Hunter Biden laptop, which the Hunter Biden laptop verifies the 2017 tapes. And by the way, on the tapes, they refer to somebody as the big guy. And this is a question that Dan Bongino posted on his show today. Why does nobody want to know on the left who the big guy is? They claim that it's not Joe Biden, and this is a full credit to Dan Bongino. Well, then who is the big guy then? You say it's not Joe Biden. So in order for you to know for sure that it's not Joe Biden, then you must know who it is then. And if you don't know, why aren't you looking into it? And why are you claiming that it's not Joe Biden if you haven't looked into it? The Gateway Pundit tweet, trying to stay on track here. Trump Attorney General William Barr reveals... He had intimate knowledge of Biden-Ukraine FD-1023 investigation in the summer of 2020. 
failed to tell the American people Joe Biden was credibly accused of taking $5 million foreign bribe as vice president. What did he do? What Did everybody know what he did? He turned it over to the special counsel in Delaware who's done jack squat. Jack squat to, to investigate the dealings of Hunter and Joe Biden. Doesn't done anything. Years he's been there. Hasn't done anything. So Bill Barr, while he's watching the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping hoax, which he knew was a hoax, that was under him. It's all under him. That FBI was under him. He knew about it. He knew it was a hoax. But he is a Democrat with an R in front of his name. He is a Democratic Party globalist plant. That's who he is. He sits there. He Listen, everybody's got their assignments. Everybody who's part of the Uniparty has their assignments. You got the hyper leftist like AOC. She's supposed to do that. Then you've got the right, the right wingers, the assigned right wingers, but they're assigned to be right wing by the left. Again, so that it forms this sort of false synergistic tension going on in DC so that you believe that there's actually political warfare going on and that people are fighting for you. That Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, Bill Barr are there fighting for you. So it makes the leftist narrative and the leftist agenda move forward more slowly, but more palatable. He's a leftist. He's a bourgeois globalist leftist. So he is pretending to be a right winger. You'll be like, yeah, but you know, I saw him at the congressional hearing say that Trump was spied on. He has to do that to maintenance the veneer. But when push comes to shove, it's not that... It's not that he breaks when push comes to shove. This is who he always is. But occasionally, he has to put out the veneer of conservatism, the the veneer of credibility. Otherwise, you won't believe anything, and you'll you'll, you'll unelect these people. That's why Trump is such a threat to them. He's an outsider. This is a giant, gross, festering amoeba in Washington, D.C., that's, that's controlled by globalists. These are not people who want a sovereign United States of America. These are people who want the United States to be a globalist state controlled by a globalist government out of Davos, Switzerland, or Beijing, China. So he knew the entire time while Trump was being impeached for making allegedly making a quid pro quo phone call to Zelensky and then, then Trump released a transcript that showed no quid pro quo. And he knew the entire time that they had, that they had tapes of, the, of Joe Biden actually talking to a person about bribery or at least had the forms of a reliable informant saying there were tapes where they could easily get the tapes because the informant was willing to give it to them. He knew this the entire time during the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping hoax, during the time they were calling the Hunter Biden laptop, Russian disinformation. He knew this the entire time. This is a disgusting person. These people aren't spineless. They call them spineless worms. If you call somebody spineless, you're actually saying, you know what, they're conservative, but when the time comes to stand, they don't stand. They're never conservative. These are Democratic Party plants. He will receive Tons of money from the left. I guarantee you he is on the board of some leftist corporation. Guarantee it. Go to the next one for me, Heather. 
Rasmussen reports, who immediately called Trump's January 6th actions inexcusable. Bill Barr, same guy knew FBI had Biden for bribery back in 2017. Same guy who spiked all federal efforts to investigate 2020 election fraud. He's the guy and the same guy who made sure that Hunter Biden's laptop stayed hidden. Remember that? He had this the entire time. And then he says, there's no evidence that there was enough election fraud out there to overturn the election. How would he know? He says that we investigated it and there was never, there was never enough evidence to say that the amount of fraud that happened in 2020 would have overturned the election. And then we find out that there was never an investigation. He says on various public platforms and in the mainstream media that he conducted an investigation, which by the way, there was never an investigation conducted. None of these people are ever held accountable. I mean, everybody knows that. Just so I make sure everybody knows that. Bill Barr says that he investigated the 2020 election and didn't find enough fraud that would turn over the election. He never checked into any fraud. He never looked into anything. And so who does he want to be president? Joe Biden. Yeah, but Donald Trump appointed him. Doesn't matter. That's his job. His job is to be appointed by Republicans so that he can be on the inside subverting that Republican for the left. And most Republicans like George W. Bush, they don't even need to be subverted by Paul Ryan. They are Paul Ryan. By, by, by Dick Cheney. They are Dick Cheney. They're all leftists. They're all warmongers. They're all, they're all part of the, the industrial war complex. One war after another. All these, it's just so funny to me. With the classic liberals. I mean, why have you not departed the Democratic Party in mass? Where, where are the rage against the machine? Liberals now, I guess they should, that rage against the machine needs to re, rename their band, bend over for the machine. There's no raging against the machine. You are the machine. People, listen, you don't want to think this off topic, but whenever the left says that the Republicans are all about not raising taxes on the rich, this is from Steve Bannon. We ought to just say, go ahead, raise them on the rich. Put it in writing right now. Why won't McCarthy do it? Because he's controlled opposition. Yes, he has good moments, but that's his job to have good moments. So that you believe in them. But when it, when push comes to shove, he votes leftist. $4 trillion added to the debt. 87,000 new IRS agents fully funded. That's him. But that, that, is, that is the system that we currently live in right now. It's just a big act. There, now, are there exceptions to the rules? Yes. James Comer is an exception to the rule. Ron Johnson is an exception to the rule. Rand Paul is an exception to the rule. Jim Jordan is an exception to the rule. Marjorie Taylor Greene is backslid. Lauren Boebert is part of Matt Gates. They are the exception to the rule. They are legitimate conservatives that are willing to vote themselves out of jobs. That's how you know whether you're legit or not. These people, most of them are just plants. That's all they are. All right, Jerry Dunleavy tweet. I got to stay on, ta- on task here. New Gra- Grassy says that Chris Ray redacted a key allegation from an FBI FD 1023 before letting White House oversight receive, review the confidential human source form that Burisma's owner claimed to have 17 recordings of his conversation with Joe and Hunter Biden. So this is what they did. Leave this up for me so I got reference. 
They, I, I, I always hesitate to go too far on the back, but just to lay it out for you. First of all, Christopher Ray said there is no FD 1023. Under freaking oath. Perjury. Felony. Perjury. Then he says, okay, there is. Why wasn't he, why, why then was he not brought up on criminal charges? Yes, Merrick Garland's going to turn down the affidavit. We got that. But you have it on record. Aaron was saying this right before the show. Get all these people on record. It's great. Make sure that it's recorded. Put it on a charging affidavit. And then the next AG that comes in that needs to be a good AG, just get Ken Paxton out of Texas, whether he gets impeached or not, because he's just been impeached by Democratic Party-funded rhinos. That's it. That's a fact, by the way. Get Ken Paxton, make him the attorney general, and set him loose. And you've already got the affidavit sitting there. And Christopher Ray needs to be criminally charged for felony perjury. And he's not the only time he's perjured himself. So Christopher Ray says that there is no FD 1023. Then admits that there is an FD 1023. And by everybody, just so everybody knows, the FD 1023 is not classified. It's not compartmented. It's not classified. It's nothing. You and I should be able to read it. But why aren't we allowed to? Because we live in a class system. You are lower class. They are higher class. Or you could call... Yep. The various systems you could ever, caste system, lower caste, higher caste, the haves and the have-nots. So why can't we read the FT 1023? They always say, because it could endanger the source. Well, redact the source's name off of it. How am I going to know who it is? So Ray says there is no FT 1023. Then he says that there is, but we're not going to allow you to have access to it. Then he gets threatened with being criminally charged with obstruction of Congress. Then he allows a secure skiff reading which means that members of Congress can go and read it in a secured skiff where you can't take notes out of that room. So that's what, that's what he's allowed so far. And it's highly redacted. Part of those redactions were that the whistleblower, really, it's not even a whistleblower. I mean, it is a whistleblower, but it's a paid FBI informant that was no friend of you, me, or anybody else. Just a paid FBI informant. Make one and, and and burning that income to the ground, by the way. He'll never be a paid FBI foreman again. I'm never getting out of this now that I am. I? I'm not no. getting out of the Trump stuff. I was pl- Listen, I've got a lot of other stuff to discuss. I don't know if I'll ever get out of all this Trump stuff. But <laughs> Anyway, so this guy's throwing his income away to do the, do, maybe do the right thing, or maybe this was just discovered. So then Christopher Ray allows it to be read in a secured skip. But, it, but, but the document was heavily redacted. Why? And if you... If you're afraid, and, and of course, I brought this up on Saturday. They said they were scared. They were concerned for the life of their informant. Well, who would try to kill him? Not us on the right. We're allegedly, we're the greatest existential threat to America's white supremacist terrorism, even though there is no white supremacist terrorism, and none of us are white supremacists. It's kind of hard to have white supremacist terrorism without any white supremacists. There isn't. I mean, uh, Tom, there's fringes here. There's fringes everywhere. There's no big white supremacist movement. So he finally allows them to see it. Just re- They're saying that they're, they're, they don't want to reveal too much of the document because they're concerned for the informant's life. Well, who would kill the informant? Certainly wouldn't be people on the right. He's helping us. We want Joe Biden impeached and removed from office because he's corrupt. We don't, we don't want that for every Democratic president. Listen, I didn't, the things I know about Barack Obama now, that would have tried to impeach him. 
But at the time, I never was never in favor of impeaching Barack Obama. I didn't know about all this corruption. Now I know I would have impeached him. I wasn't, and it wasn't, a lot of you did know, by the way, I wasn't paying attention like I should have. So that, so he allows them, he, he redact, heavily redacts it. Part of the redactions are that they have 17 voice recordings of Joe and Hunter Biden talking to the Ukrainian official who is the bag man for Poroshenko at that time, Ukraine, Ukraine's prime minister, saying that he was having bribery conversations with Joe and Hunter Biden. They redacted that. Why would that be redacted? Well, why would this be redacted? I mean, we all know. I mean, we know the answers to it. But somebody, ha- and we're, we have some people, but we have to have the courage, which we do. Uh, you know, those of us that are legit conservatives, legit Christians, not COVID-caving Christians, not COVID-caving conservatives, not vaccine pimps and whores, not those who follow every CDC directive, which are globalist leftists, but real conservatives. We have the guts, and the, what, right now, nothing's going to be criminally charged. We know that. But it all has to be stored. And, I, and, and listen, they need to send up requests for prosecution. No, no, nobody's, uh, listen, McCarthy will get in the way. People are going to have to stand up, but what McCarthy will do is say, you know what, if you send in that request for prosecution to the DOJ, of course Merrick Garland's going to turn it down. But when you, if you send that up, I'm going to remove you from your chairmanship off of whatever committee, whether it's weaponization of government uh, subcommittee or the judiciary subcommittee, whatever it may be, He'll threaten you. That's why they got MDG. I guarantee you that's how they got Marjorie Taylor Greene to parrot Kevin McCarthy. Because if you don't, we're going to move you, remove you off your committees. What good is it to be on the committee if you're controlled opposition? You might as well be removed. Because what's the difference? You being a parrot for our enemy on the committee or you being removed from the committee. What's the difference? Because either way, we got somebody there parroting the narrative of our enemy. What's the difference? So they, re- they redacted that off of the document that people are allowed to see. There's absolutely no justification to redact that. The informant said there's 17 recordings of Joe and Hunter Biden with the Ukrainian official discussing bribery. All right, let's break this down more. Rep. James Comer video, former AG Barr, has discredited Democrats' lies that the investigation into the Biden bribery FD-1023 form had been, had been ended. Now the FBI has told me there are more 1023 forms. Whoops! Any of that, has that been disclosed anywhere? I haven't heard it. Yeah, I, I, I'm just making sure Aaron pays close attention to social media. I'm just, I, more, there's more FD-1023 forms. Interesting, isn't there? Isn't it? I will be granted access to these additional documents. Here's James Comer. Play for me, other. House Oversight Chairman James Comer from the great state of Kentucky joins us now. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Chairman. Tell us what you wanted from the Bureau and why you wanted it. Well, the reason we wanted this information is we had whistleblowers approach Senator Grassley about uh, their concern that there was this Form 1023 in existence and the FBI had never investigated it. Uh, So we requested the form, and honestly, Trey, the FBI tried to act like for weeks that the form didn't exist. And not until Senator Grassley and I got on the phone with Director Ray, and Senator Grassley told Director Ray that both uh, Senator Grassley and myself had already read 
the Form 1023 from a whistleblower, so we knew darn well it existed. Did he finally admit that it did exist? So once uh, the FBI allowed me and Jamie Raskin, uh, my counterpart on the House uh, Oversight Committee, to go in and look at it, I read it again and I realized that there were two footnotes in there that referenced other 1023s. So you know, this is gonna turn out, I think, a lot like the suspicious activity reports that the Treasury Cabinet had on the Bidens. There are a lot more of these than what the federal government wants to admit. And the question is, why hasn't the federal government done anything about it? I mean, we've already brought out, Trey, and you know, that the Biden family had 20 shell companies that the sole purpose, it appears, for those shell companies was to launder money through six different banks, and the banks called it money laundering in the suspicious activity reports. They laundered money from foreign nationals and then transferred that money to nine different Biden family members. I mean, this is a serious crime that it appears the only entity in, a, in the world that's investigating it is the House Oversight Committee. All right, so there you go. And just, just to reiterate, I know that you've heard some of this, but one, one point I wanted you to hear is that the whistleblowers inside of the FBI had already given the FD-1023 form to Comer and Grassley, both the Senate and the House. They read it, and after they read it, Christopher Ray was still denying its existence. That's this is top tier, tier one corruption. Under oath, Christopher Ray is denying the existence of an FD-1023 form already in the possession of Comer and Grassley. Why is he not being criminally charged? And here's what I'll hold Comer to. Here's what I'll hold Jim, jo Jim Jordan to. Here's what I'll hold Grassley to. Send in the prosecutorial request. Doesn't matter whether they do it or not. Get them on the record. It's what we do. That's why I don't show you all these protests. I Listen, if you want to protest, protest. We'll agree to disagree. It's a waste of life. Courts. Money. Mass allocations of funds. Coagulation of cash is what we need. We need to be funding the living crap out, out of Judicial Watch, out of the Liberty Council, and just sue these people into oblivion. Sue them into transparency. We wouldn't even know about, about Pfizer's corruption. They wanted to keep their vaccine developmental data confidential for 75 years, but we had the money to sue them. And they were forced. And by the way, we weren't even suing Pfizer. We were suing the Food and Drug Administration, who was using your tax dollars on behalf of Pfizer, keeping their vaccine developmental data sequestered and confidential for 75 years. Trump protesting doesn't do squat. Courts, cash, and there's other ones, ACLJ. We need to, we need to fund these people. And just bring them into court endlessly that's what they that's what they're doing with that huckster mark elias from perkins cooey he goes around the world goes he's just, he's just like a he's a he's like a soros intermediary he's just like him he goes and does wins little battles for ridiculous what he calls voter rights throughout the country making it to where you don't have to have voter id he calls it for voter rights yeah so illegals can vote so fellows can vote. So they can they can manifest ballots in the middle of the night because there's no signature verification or voter ID needed. You just make them up in the middle of the night. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Oh yeah, November 2020. 
So here's more from the FBI. Senator Marsha Blackburn. Play for me, Heather. See you in the let FBI. Let me ask you this. You said in your response to Senator Cruz that you and the FBI do your job to the best of your ability. So why don't you tell me what your job is? Is it to defend and shield Joe Biden, or is your job to protect this country and the Constitution of the United States? Which is it? The job of the FBI is to protect the country, keep people safe, and uphold the Constitution of our great country. So Period. That's what we work to do every day, objectively. There are not two standards of justice. There is only one. It's applied equally to each and, and every person. Perception, there are two standards, very clear standards of justice in this country. We see it every single day. The American people see this every single day. They look at you and they see a politicized entity that is weaponizing an agency of the federal government against the American people. That is they, not the FBI that I see, Senator. That is not the FBI you see. There are a lot of good people that work for the FBI, but you have a political cabal there. So why did you decide to conceal the information in that revelation to the House Oversight Committee? Why did you redact all of that re, uh, pertaining to the phone calls? We have exceptional people Within the, in You're the not FBI, answering the, the question. Best. Why did you redact that information? And they work relentlessly every day to keep this you country safe and to protect people. You chose not to reveal that the Period. calls were there, and Senator Grassley found it out anyway. Is that accurate? With regard to the you chose document, to redact, you chose to redact it. Yes or no? We often redact documents to protect so sources and methods. So you chose to redact the the fact that there are 17 voice recordings, two of those with the now president, you chose to redact that and not to give that to House Oversight. I have Is no idea accurate? if there are voice recordings or not. What I will tell you with respect to the you document, no the document was redacted to protect the source, as everyone knows. Well, then and this is a question of life and death, potentially. My time has expired, but uh, I think it would be helpful if when you came before us, if you were willing to answer the questions, it would help to remove the perception that the American people have, because this is what they see. They see you do it every day, and that is politicizing the FBI and using it against the American people. So, yeah, she asked, Marsha Blackburn asked, why did you redact the information? He starts off talking about the wonderful people that work. Answer the freaking question. Answer the question, why did you redact it? He ends up sort of answering at the end because we were afraid that he was going to be killed by leftists. Now, he didn't say that. He was, they said that they were, they were afraid for his life. Well, who would kill the guy? And he says that they are not a two-tiered agency. Well, let's look over the last two and a half years. And really, we can look over the last seven and a half years. Right from the time that, that Donald Trump went, came down the escalator in Trump Tower. Okay, they, they have raided Mar-a-Lago arrested Steve Bannon, arrested Peter Navarro, arrested Mike Flynn, drove Alex Jones into bankruptcy, arrested and and convicted Roger Stone, raided Mar-a-Lago, raided Project Veritas, arrested pro-life demonstrators, raided Rudy Giuliani, and I'm leaving out many more, had infiltrators in the 1-6 crowd, created the Gresham Whitmer kidnapping plot. Every last one of their activities benefits the left. What I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Has there been one thing that they've done to come against Planned Parenthood? 
to come against the Bidens, to come against the Clintons, to come against Clapper, Brennan, Comey, McCabe, Strzok, Page, anybody else. Not one bit of not one bit of FBI activity is ever directed at the left. Period. Period. So it's just, I mean, if there's any evidence whatsoever, it's just like I told you with the Bailey lawsuit, the AG out of Missouri, who's suing the Biden administration for colluding with social media platforms to sequester COVID information, to sequester election interference information. He actually asked, the judge asked the Biden administration, can you give us one example of one liberal or one leftist or one progressive, whatever term you want to use, information that you've taken down off of social media. We've got hundreds, thousands of times that you've done it to conservatives where you banned them, limited their reach, whatever you did. We got banned. By the way, we got banned off of Facebook again tonight. Yep. We have no idea why they took us down. Those of you who are watching on Facebook switched to Rumble. That's why we were off. They banned us again, took us down. We have no idea why. And they asked that so... So the judge asked the Biden administration, can you give us one example of, of one leftist uh, social media platform that you had banned? And they, all, they, could say, they only could come up with one. I can come up with all the, the right-wingers that they banned right now. They banned Bongino. They banned Bannon. They banned Crowder. They banned Alex Jones. I'm not putting myself at that level. They banned me. They banned Rodney Howard Brown. They banned Jonathan Shuttlesworth. They banned everybody. And they could only come, and those are just the ones I could think of off the top of my head. But they could only come up with one, and that one person was like um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I'm, not, I'm just saying he's not the one, but it was somebody who was a political opponent of Joe Biden. It's the only one. They could only come up with one in two and a half years, and even longer than that, because all the way back to 2020, when COVID started, when they really started to ban everybody. The only one who had been banned before that was Maya Yiannopoulos and Alex Jones, who never should have been banned. Of course. All right, back to the FBI again. Townhall.com video. Multiple courts have uncovered extraordinary abuses. Play for me, other. Who was fired for the lies to the FISA court for the Carter Page warrant? Who, who, who was fired for that? Anybody? Has anybody been held accountable? for your institution deliberately lying to a FISA court to get a wiretap on an ongoing presidential campaign? There is an ongoing disciplinary process with respect to individuals involved in that. Here's the deal. You're back in front of us asking for the reauthorization of extraordinary authorities. Multiple courts have uncovered extraordinary abuses perpetrated by your agency. You are at the same time concealing information about serious allegations made against the President of the United States, even as your institution also targets his chief political opponent in an unprecedented way. Why would we ever give you the blank check that you want to continue surveilling American citizens in an improper manner? Why would we ever do that? Senator, we're here to talk about reforms today. I did get confirmation that the query is- No, we're not. We're here to talk about the reauthorization of Section 702. Why would we reauthorize it, given your track record of abuse and illegal and proper surveillance and political targeting? Why would we do that? Why would it be appropriate for this body to do that? This is what must be done, regardless of political consequence. Section 302, the funding of the FBI. Don't fund it. If Joe Biden wants to allocate it through some other funding mechanism, let him do it. 
But people, you'll be accused of the left for defunding the police. Well, we have plenty of evidence of them actually defunding the police. Fight fire with fire. We right here on the TLP, because we have a massive catalog, massive of all the people that advocated for defunding the police, massive. And the only thing that we've ever advocated for is the defunding of federal Gestapo, of the, the federal Gestapo, the Federal Bureau of Instigation, the FBI. It's not, that's not defunding the police. They're not even police. None of these guys, by the way, in the FBI, hardly any of them were ever police officers. They're attorney, they're attorneys and social workers. They've never even been, they've been to the FBI Academy. They've never been to a police academy. They never handled a domestic assault charge. They've never been on 911 calls. These guys aren't even cops. That's why, by the way, they lose every shootout they're ever in. <laughs> you ever watch their tactics? They suck. Horrible. So this is what you do is what Josh Hawley's doing. Josh Hawley is for real, by the way. He's one of the few real conservatives. Not saying he's faultless. I'm just saying he's real. You fight fire with fire. Section 702, the funding of the FBI. No. Can he win right now? No, we don't own the Senate. McConnell, McConnell will bend over and grab his ankles. Lindsey Graham will bend over and grab his ankles. Mitt Romney lives in a perpetual state of anal assault. He'll have his, he lives, he walks around with his ankles grabbed. Mm. McCoskey, Collins, same thing. See who they are. They, of course they're going to vote to, we're not going to win right now, but get on the record. Listen, Congress holds the purse strings, so we might be able to win. Yes, Biden will do what Trump did with the wall and find funding somewhere else. Fine, fine, let him fund his own Gestapo. And I love what Holly, uh, Holly, what, how Holly questioned this guy. He asked him, has there ever been any consequences for the people who lied on the FISA warrant? What is FISA warrant request to the Foreign, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act? That's FISA. FISA court basically enabling the FBI to spy on you. Just so you know, FISA court needs to be eliminated 10 years ago. It's a homeland security malfunction from 9-11. It's garbage. It should be gone. Violates the Constitution. Numerous, numerous uh, parts of the Bill of Rights. Needs to be gone. But, Holly asked him, has anybody ever suffered any consequences for lying to the FISA court? Who lied to the FISA court? Uh, Peter Strzok, Andrew McCabe, Lisa Page, James Comey, and, and numerous other agents. When you are putting in for a FISA warrant, which is a wiretap warrant, remember how Trump said they wiretapped me and all the media made fun of him about it? Mm -hmm. He was wiretapped. He was spied on. You know, they, they said, well, he wasn't spied on. He was surveilled. What's, <laughs> what's the difference? So he asked them, what consequences have been faced by any of the people who lied to the FISA court? Which, by the way, every time you lie to the FISA court, that's a felony. It's not, not misdemeanor perjury. It's felonious perjury. Part of how they lied to the FISA court, two ways, I'll give you two examples, is you have to put, whenever you put in for a FISA warrant request, a wiretap request from the FISA court, you have to include all, three letters, all exculpatory evidence of the person that you're trying to wiretap. All the evidence that points to the innocence of the person that you're trying to wiretap. They didn't do any of that. Those are bold-faced, felonious lies. Also, they put on their FISA warrant application 
that the media was reporting about Donald Trump's collusion. Well, the media was getting those reports from the people submitting the application for a warrant. That makes sense, Aaron? Yeah. Okay. So the FBI was feeding the information to the media that Trump's colluding with Russia and then highlighting the media's reporting on that as evidence for their warrant. (laughs) Then he asked them about, okay, so the consequences for lying to the FISA court, that covers that. There's many other lies, but that covers some of them. And what about Carter Page? Well, we know Michael Sussman's a bold-faced liar who was convicted of lying to the FBI. Perkins Coie, I mean, uh, Michael Sussman's an attorney for the FBI who runs the FBI's office inside of Perkins Coie's office in D.C. The FBI has an office inside Democratic Party law firm Perkins Coie's office. Michael Sussman for the FBI is a liaison to the Perkins Coie office. Strange. I'm wondering, does the FBI have, run, have any offices in conservative uh, law firms? Uh, no. So Michael Sussman calls the CIA and asks the well, they didn't call them, sends an email to the CIA. Is Carter Page an asset of yours? An active asset. He was, and what was Carter Page supposed to be doing? Talking to Russians. So the CIA sends him back. Yes, he is. I repeat, yes, he is. Michael Sussman changes it. It's what he got convicted of lying to the FBI about. Michael uh, Sussman changes it to, no, he isn't. That's a little minor change, isn't it? <laughs> so then they, uh, they can launch an investigation into Carter Page, a minor Trump staffer, a campaign staffer. They can launch an investigation into Carter Page because he's talking to Russians. He's talking to Russians on behalf of the CIA and the FBI lies about it and says he's, that he's not a CIA agent and he's talking to Russians, which gives them justification to use him in the one hop rule to wiretap Donald Trump because they wiretap Carter Page because he's a Russian asset. Even though, he was told, even though they were told by the CIA, he's not. He's a United States asset. And they use that in the one hop rule so they can, if, if Carter Page has any contact at all via any digital communication or telephonic communication with Donald Trump, they can one hop it and wiretap Donald Trump, which is what they did. That's what they did. And he was asked, so is anybody involved in the Carter Page framing? Remember, Carter Page's life is destroyed. George Papadopoulos, life is destroyed. Both men completely and totally innocent of anything they've ever been accused of doing. So has anybody ever suffered any consequences as a result of their lies, their purposeful obfuscations and perjuries? And this guy actually has the goal. I repeat the goal to say it's an ongoing investigation. Uh, from 2016. Oh man, I, I wish, you know, when I, you know, I spent 25 years in law enforcement and I can say whenever there was internal investigations inside of the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, they never took more than seven months, let alone seven years, and never took longer than seven weeks for somebody to receive a consequence. So nobody, not one person, has suffered any consequences outside of the, the, the seventh floor, tier one, McCabe's and Comey's of the world. Nobody else has suffered at all any consequences from their mass lies inside of the FBI. Mass corruption, mass perjury, felonious perjury at that. 
Here's another one. Freddie, Freddie V video. DC Drano here. Is the tape regarding a, a, a phone call with Biden on the same matter? Listen to this. Play it for me. The following conversation, dated February 18, 2015, appears to show Poroshenko admitting Shokin did nothing wrong, but was forced to resign anyways at Biden's request. The Situation Room. Hello. Hello. Joe Biden. Oh, thank you, Mr. Vice President. Your call is reconvened. Petro, can you hear me? Yeah, I was I can. I can hear you better too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, you, you were saying I didn't. I missed what you were saying. Yeah. So first of all, I'm very happy to be here. Second, this is very valuable for me that you find out the time for me even in Minnesota. And I'm dreaming some days to be in Minnesota. <laughs> That's easy, man. I tell you what, I'd like to be with you instead of Minnesota right now, but go ahead. <laughs> the third, I have uh, some positive and negative news. I will start with the positive news. Well, good. Joe, I have a second positive news for you. Yesterday, I met meet with the general prosecutor, Shokin. Yes. And despite of the fact that we don't have any corruption charges, we don't have any information about the, he doing something wrong, I especially asked him, no, it was the day before yesterday, I especially asked him to resign. Now we're going to backtrack from here. Now that is, of course, the infamous uh, video that we've all watched where Joe Biden solicited via... Uh, a $1 billion extortion scheme to the uh, Ukrainian government because Viktor Shokin was the prosecutor that was looking, and I know all of you know this, but let me just lay this groundwork because we're going to go backwards from here. So you had Viktor Shokin who was looking into Burisma corruption. What was the Burisma corruption that he was looking into? Nobody, I've never even thought about it. The Burisma, part of the Burisma corruption that Viktor Shokin was looking into that was the prosecutor that Poroshenko that at that time the prime minister for Ukraine is telling you that quote despite he made it very clear because he knew this phone call was recorded Mm -hmm. Poroshenko says despite the fact that there was found no corruption and that he did nothing wrong we fired Viktor Shokin so that you'll give us the billion dollars Victor Shokin was looking into Burisma corruption. What was Burisma's cor- corruption? I never looked at it. I just thought it was internal corruption inside of Ukraine. Maybe Biden, maybe you know, sending some money to Hunter Biden. Or was it the very fact that Victor Shokin was looking into the bribes from Poroshenko's bagman to the Bidens? Mm. Is that why Poroshenko was willing to fire him? That's what I'm saying. So we're gonna we're gonna backtrack on this. So here, this is this is just something I want to read to you. This is from Hans Monkey. Follow him. It's a M A H N C K E Hans Monkey on social media. Fantastic source. Poroshenko is the Ukrainian president whom Biden extorted. Right after Trump won in 2016, a Poroshenko aide offered to give DOJ incriminating information about Biden's calls with Poroshenko. As fate would have it, the AIDS info went to Andrew Weissman. 
Who's Andrew Weissman? Mueller's pit bull who ran the Mueller investigation into Russian collusion with Donald Trump. Then I mean, make sure that you understand the timeline here or understand, understand the lineage of people. So you have Poroshenko who agrees to fire Shokin. Poroshenko's aide contacts the DOJ saying, I have tapes of me bribing Joe and Hunter Biden. Just remember that as we go further into this. Stephen McIntyre tweet. In December of 2016, now this, and I'll excuse how I pronounce these names. If If you're Ukrainian or Russian, I apologize. I'll just call it, what do you think on that one, Aaron, with the O? Anashenko. Anashenko. Anashenko, you're awesome. Anashenko had actually had actually gone to the FBI. Anashenko works for the Prime Minister Poroshenko. Remember that. Anashenko had actually gone to the FBI with tapes said to implicate Poroshenko. So Poroshenko, this gets confusing because Anashenko, and everybody's got a Shenko at the end of their name. <laughs> it's easier in this room where you got like Jaeger and Lightplay. It's pretty easy, but everyone's got Shenko. So yeah, Poroshenko's once, you know, once, an, once an employee, uh, at one time his employee, one time his staffer, one time his aide, has now turned on Poroshenko, probably for self-preservation. So Onoshenko had actually gone to the FBI with tapes said to implicate his former boss, Poroshenko, in corruption, under an agreement signed by the attorney described in a contemporary news article as representing Andrew Weissman, chief of the fraud section of the Department of State. Andrew Weissman is the most corrupt attorney. Corruption in Enron, corruption in the Mueller report, corrupt, demonic human being. Onoshenko said on December 1st that he had transferred recordings, transferred, implicating Poroshenko in corruption to the, oh wait, didn't that guy, whatever his name, I should have made Aaron get it, he would have gotten it. The guy that was the spokesperson for Christopher Ray at the hearing that was talking to Josh Hawley, didn't he say, I don't even know if we have any tapes, but didn't they just say a month ago they didn't even know there was an FD-1023, and now it turns out there's multiple FD-1023s. Well, they pretended they didn't have Hunter Biden's laptop. If you're going to do it, go on video. Yeah. So people can see it. They pretended they didn't have Hunter Biden's laptop either. They claimed that that didn't exist. Right. Exactly. That's what they do. This buys them time. This buys them time. So now these tapes were delivered to the FBI. I'll read it again. Onoshenko said on December 1st that he had transferred recordings implicating Poroshenko in corruption to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Peter Carr, spokesman. Now, we just heard the recording of Joe Biden saying that despite there, was, there, there being no evidence of corruption, no evidence of wrongdoing that he fired Victor Shokin at the request of Joe Biden because Joe Biden, remember, why would Poroshenko do this? Remember the, the, the second most corrupt or the first most corrupt country on planet Earth is the Ukraine. And there's numerous other things we could say about the Ukraine. But it's one of the most, if not the most, corrupt government, corrupt country on the planet. So remember, Poroshenko is firing Shokin at Biden's request, but he's also firing Shokin because Shokin is looking into Poroshenko's dealings with Joe Biden. 
because Poroshenko's aide is delivering money to Joe Biden. Could it be that Poroshenko was giving $5 million to Joe Biden for the billion dollars? Peter Carr, a spokesman for the Department of State, told the, the Kiev Post on December 16th that the U.S. government of justice had no plans to have further meetings or communications with Onyshenko. Despite this, Onyshenko said on Facebook on December 19th the US, that U.S. intelligence agents had him pass a polygraph test. That's the FBI, by the way. Carr said he, had, he could not comment on the claim. Onyshenko sent the Kiev Post what he says is a copy of his agreement with the Department of State, which, by the way, I've seen. Signed by Efrain Wernick, a trial attorney at the Department of Justice Fraud Section, representing Andrew Weissman, who is at the exact... He, you have Mark Elias, who is the demonic civil attorney, Perkins Coie, Fusion GPS. That's Mark, Mark Elias. He's on the civil side of things, where he's suing for... Uh, voting rights and all that the lies whenever they say voting rights they mean the elimination of signature verification and the elimination of voter id and then you have the criminal side a guy who will put you in prison for the rest of your life under charges he knows that you did not commit he will do that that's it that's how evil they are and you're like well he'll stay up all night you know feeling guilty about putting me in prison for 25 years for crimes i didn't commit no you would. They will not. They don't care. Understand that. That's who these people are. All right, let's go to the next one. I don't even know where I'm at. Am I at Stephen McIntyre too? Yeah, there we go. Yep. Biden reassured Poroshenko that the FBI had stopped. And there was, now why did the FBI, now remember, all of these tapes and this information by Onoshenko were delivered to the FBI and delivered to Andrew Weissman. And then Biden, poor, Biden reassures Poroshenko that the FBI had stopped and there was no reason for the FBI to talk to him again. Biden undertook to check that with the FBI and confirm that, confirm that with you. Those are the quotes. Those are quotes. So Poroshenko, now remember, this is in December of 2016. Trump has already been elected president. So Joe Biden, that's why they want a year war in Ukraine. So all of this stuff burns to the ground where there's no evidence of metabiota, no evidence of Burisma, no evidence of Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and Mitt Romney and Nancy Pelosi's financial dealings inside the Ukraine. That's why they're like, bomb the crap out of it. Bomb the, send them more billions. Bomb the crap out of it. That's why. That's why. So why does Poroshenko, why would, if he's innocent and Joe Biden is innocent, why is he going to Joe Biden and saying, hey, can you make sure that the FBI is no longer looking into this? Of course, the FBI is no longer looking into this because all the information was given to Christopher Wray and Andrew Weissman. Imagine if this was information about Trump bribery. Imagine that. Front page news, everybody be prosecuted by now. All right, let's go to the next one. This Hans Monkey video. If you thought this was bad, here's the real shocker. Play it for me. Uh, if, it, if it is true that FBI working with him, I, at least I want to know that. No, no, they are not. I told you the, the FBI concluded he had nothing and they stopped. Uh, that, that was it. There's no reason to talk to him again. Okay. I, I will check that and confirm that with you. So there you go. Now, what he's talking about there is Onoshenko turned both the primate Poroshenko, turned Poroshenko and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden into the FBI. 
Onoshenko, Poroshenko's aide, turned them in. Not turned them in, told them about the bribery. Could this even be the FBI informant? Could Onoshenko be the FBI informant? Mm. Who knows? <laughs> Nobody will allow us to know because you and I are peasants. Our betters know, and we're not allowed to know. Our betters who have put this country $32 trillion in debt and have allowed 7 million people to cross the border in the last two and a half years. Our betters. So Poroshenko's aide, Onoshenko, turned Poroshenko and Biden, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden in for bribery, turned them in. And Andrew Weissman and Christopher Ray put a stop to it as confirmed by Hunter Biden on the phone call with Poroshenko. Is this all clear? Yeah, 100%. Clear? Yeah, okay. yeah. Hans Monkey again, just reading this to you. Strangely, though, that phone call that you just heard where, where Joe Biden says the FBI is no longer going to look into Onoshenko. Not going to look into him. Strange how that worked, didn't it? And all that, and remember, how, why was Trump impeached? Because Trump was looking into it. So Trump got impeached. Why? I mean, Trump got impeached because Trump was going to find out about Onoshenko, about the 17 audio recordings at the FBI on Hunter Biden's laptop. I'm not saying the 17 recordings. There's much more Ukraine information on the laptop. Donald Trump was going to find out about it. So you got to impeach him. Just like Joe Biden has these Ukrainian documents at the Penn Biden Center. So you go raid Mar-a-Lago. See it? Do you see it? Joe Biden is receiving a bribe from the aide to the prime minister. Donald Trump's about to find out about it. So they accuse him of corruption with Ukraine. Joe Biden has documents from the Ukraine that are classified and compartmented. Then that's about to be exposed. So they raid Mar-a-Lago and find classified documents that Donald Trump's allowed to have. Monkey, again, from his Twitter page. Strongly the official readout of that call that you just heard where Joe Biden is saying the FBI is no longer going to look into it. The official readout from that, the transcript from that call that you just heard, the official readout of Biden's call with Poroshenko doesn't mention anything about Biden's assurances that the FBI won't pursue the whistleblower complaint. So the official readout, the official transcript from the White House, that conversation's not on it. That's a fact, by the way, because I've seen the transcript. It's on social media. They took that part out. They actually censored that from official governmental documents. A violation of FOIA and anything else you want to name. Again, a crime. You need to charge that. Whoever's in charge of that transcription, whoever gave the order to the transcriptionist to, re, to remove it from the record. Imagine if you were at a court and you got the, the is it called a transcriptionist? Transcriber. Transcriber at the yeah. court. And you tell the person. Hey, hey, just take all that off. Strike that. Strike, yeah, strike that. That's what they did here. You're not allowed to do that. That's a crime. The very people charging Donald Trump with a crime are nonstop pathological criminals themselves. Sebastian Gorka video. Jesse Bunnell, former Trump attorney, destroys Jack Smith's indictment. Play for me. Here's the, the, one of the most important legal issues that I don't think is, is being discussed enough, and that is uh, that... 
President Trump, as the former president of the United States, is subject to the Presidential Records Act. That is something that Congress has decided to make presidents and former presidents specifically subject to, rather than the Espionage Act. So this is something where, most importantly, uh, Jack Smith's team has, has it completely legally wrong by charging crimes that, quite frankly, don't apply. And it's why it will not uh, survive a legal review. So just to, just to finish with this, all the, the crimes that Jack Smith is officially indicting Donald Trump for don't exist. It's the same thing with Alvin Bragg in New York. Not one of those crimes. I believe it's like 37 in New York, too. Is that like their magic number? 37, that really sounds big, so they all choose 37 or 41 or whatever it may be. The crimes that Alvin Bragg is charging Donald Trump with, he's not allowed, A, as a, as a district attorney, not a federal prosecutor, he's not even allowed to charge Donald Trump with election violations. They're federal crimes that even Merrick Garland refused to charge, to charge Donald Trump with, that Merrick Garland refused to pursue. So those crimes don't even exist. The ones in New York and the ones that they're charging Donald Trump with in reference to the Mar-a-Lago documents don't exist. If you're going to charge him with anything, it would be under the Presidential Records Act, which nobody's ever been charged with in the history of the world, nor has any president ever been charged with the Espionage Act. Act. There's no way that he committed any espionage acts. really isn't even about espionage, but it doesn't even apply. They're charging him under the wrong statute. It should be easily thrown out at the level you know, at the next level, which is the actual trial itself. All right, lots of videos to follow. Make sure that you stick around. Watch the videos, 514 people on. Like I've told you, we're already banned off of Facebook again tonight. Switch to Rumble, 100%. We got over 300 people on Rumble right now. Let's get up to over, I'm gonna switch my goal. My goal is to have 1,000 people total. I want 1,000 people on Rumble. Yeah. Let's get 1,000 people on Rumble. You know, just forget Facebook, YouTube. We're just using them. They're like our little little social media whores. We're just using them to get people to go to Rumble. Let's just go to Rumble. Everybody switch to Rumble. Switch to Use it as much as you possibly can. It's owned by people who are free speech advocates one of the majority minority owners is Dan Bongino. Switch to Rumble. Lots of videos to follow. It's like 30, I don't know, 30 seconds to 90 seconds, I don't know, of our, you know, me preaching a little bit in church and then my wife's podcast, maybe a few t-shirt things, but maybe 90 seconds from right now. Hang in there. Stick around for the videos. Back here Thursday night, 8.30. One last thing. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Love you all. Good night. Ambient noise is not unbelief, it's what causes unbelief. There's a war going on, but I see, I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members, Romans 7, 23 again. What's warring against the law of your mind is ambient noise. What's challenging the law of your mind? The law of your mind is faith. Whatever is challenging faith to you is noise. It's ambient noise. Ambient noise is often what you don't coherently hear. It's things that you don't necessarily know are challenging your faith. Listen, it is not an option. It is imperative that you identify the ambient noise in your life. Imperative, because there's a war that's going on. 
If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt.